just welcome everyone to this week's CC University. It's a weekly webinar program of Citizens Climate Lobbies that provides CCL supporters like you and I with access to in-depth training opportunities on topics relating to climate change and effective climate advocacy. I'm your host, Brett Cease, and tonight's topic is gonna to be focused on mining your CCL chapter roster. We're gonna have new ways of engaging your chapter to build a thriving local group that is filled with engaged volunteers focused on roles and tasks that they love doing. So to take us through tonight, we're gonna to have the wonderful CCL field development director and membership director, Ellie Sparks, walk us through this focus. A little bit more about Ellie and then I'll pass the baton to her. Ellie is committed to the success of CCL volunteers who are growing their chapter in the US through education and community outreach. Her team focuses on hosting the weekly informational session, the Emerging Group Leaders Training Program, the Onboarding Action Team, and Special Grassroots Outreach and Onboarding Projects. Ellie joined CCL staff in July 2012. After two years of volunteering with the organization, she started her first chapter in Virginia and represented that state during her first two congressional uh, CCL conferences and lobby days meeting with every office in the Virginia delegation those days. Um, and if we've done our job well, we're going to focus on the following three learning goals to take away for all of us tonight, highlighting new ways that you can engage your chapter roster to build a thriving local chapter like we talked about, really focusing volunteers on roles and tasks that they love doing. We're going to review a lot of the resources to help you improve that efficiency of your chapter taking action and communicating how you're organized to help volunteers in your group identify opportunities that they may not be aware of until you use some of these tools to help present their own opportunities to get involved with. And lastly, we're gonna help understand how to build a leadership team. So it's not just you determining which roles that you and the rest of your team would like to take and fill in your chapter next, as well as the resources to access to recruit for those positions. Thank you, Brett, and hi, everybody. Good to see you all. So we've got five agenda items. We will be looking at a virtual sign-up sheet and an organizational chart jam board. We're all about Google tools tonight. And also looking at our volunteer opportunity emails. And then a quick rem reminder about the action tracker. Um, so that those are the four things we're gonna walk through and then open it up for Q&A. So you will find all three of those first three resources in the resources section of CCL Community. Scroll down to the group development and organizing section and pop that open. Here we see all three new resources with, with the virtual sign-up sheet nestled into the monthly action sheet page. So a quick survey, maybe in the chat, give a little shout, a little yes, if you use the monthly action sheet in planning your agenda for the month. Who, go to the chat for me, let me know. Do you use the monthly action sheet? Ooh, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Always, sometimes, yes, religiously. <laughs> awesome, so quite a lot of you, sometimes, and a no, like the honesty, use the action sheet sometimes, but not completely. Okay, very good. So the virtual sign-up sheet um, is designed to bring the action sheet to life for your chapter. So let's look at the virtual sign-up sheet, which is simply an electronic version of a clipboard sign-up sheet called a Google form. You can see that we provide the link to the virtual sign-up sheet on the monthly action sheet page, and you can click on 
either of the hot links in bullet number three. And when you click on those links, this message pops up asking if you want to make a copy of the template. Make a copy. Click on that button for yourself, and then Google will make a copy for you. So when you use it, you're not uh, getting into anybody else's version of this. You can now edit this copy, making any changes you wish. Of course, you want to remove the words example template and then also insert your chapter name and change the name of the file there at the top. And I've done that. So if you click on that next slide, you can see my little sample version. I've taken out those extra words. And then if you click on that little gray button in the upper right corner, a drop down menu will appear. And if you like, you can add collaborators. So maybe others on your leadership team, if you have one who want to work on modifying this sign up sheet. Once you have it ready to share with your chapter members, either in the meeting or via email, you click the purple send button in the upper right corner. And then this pops up and you can share the Google form with your chapter members to fill out. I like using that little copy the link button. So you can click on that and you can shorten the link and then you can share that shortened link in your chapter meeting. You can send that link out by email to your roster in advance or after the meeting. So volunteers who miss the meeting can still let you know how they wanna help out. Or for an in-person meeting, you can read that URL out loud to people or create a QR code that they can scan on their phone. Here is the QR code that I created for my first time. Woo -woo! Even the people who resist technology can can uh, learn something new. And that's what I learned today. Create that free QR code uh, on a free QR code generator website for the virtual signup sheet. That's my version. You, This QR code is unique to my virtual signup sheet tonight. So you would create your own QR code for your signup sheet. So let's try the QR code. If you've got your smartphone, take it out and open up your photos, like you're gonna take a picture of your the front of your computer and then uh, hold your photo. You don't need to click the button, but just hold it like you're gonna take a picture up over the QR code and then your phone will scan it. Now on your phone is the sign-up sheet. And what I want you guys to do is to actually fill this out as if you were in my chapter meeting and it was that point uh, during the meeting that I was asking you, time to let me know what your personal monthly CCL actions are. So go ahead and fill that out. This matches the April action sheet. So if you've looked at the April action sheet, it'll look a little familiar to you. And you'll see that it's asking you for your name and your phone number and your email address and how you like to be contacted. Isn't that nice to know? Because people like different ways of communication it's asking you, how would you like to help with the Ukraine campaign? And you can pick, that's that's a, a checklist. You can pick more than one thing. It's asking you how you would like to keep up the pressure, so to speak, on your member of Congress. It's also asking how you might like to be involved in helping the community continue to hear about pricing carbon. And you see 
all the sort of things that we suggest in the monthly action sheet are represented as options there. So click on any that you would like to do or just pretend or whatever asks you, would you like to go to the conference? If you were going to have a tabling event and you knew the schedule uh, windows, you could add a question that says, would you like to help tabling at the farmer's market, the setup 8 a.m. to 10 uh, stint? Would you like to do 10 to noon or the noon to three and clean up? And you could add that question and people could volunteer that way. All right, so I'm giving you guys a chance to do that. Hope you enjoyed that experience. Um, I'm going to show you now what it looks like on the receiving end. So once people fill out the form, you will see a number pop up next to the response tab at the top. When you click on the response tab, it will take you to a page where you can see that people, what people have answered to their questions. Better yet, you can click that little spreadsheet icon in the upper right corner there and it will create a spreadsheet for you in Google, a Google spreadsheet, which you can share with others in your leadership team. You can modify. I added that first column that said notes. I know it's kind of small, it's probably hard to read, but basically the columns pertain to the questions on the form and the rows are each person who filled out the form. So five people filled out my form and I blanked out their names for privacy, but you can see how they answered each question. And that's what that, that form then, and you can use that form to track your conversation with each person. If it's a new person and they're sharing for the first time, they want to help with presentations, well, then you wanna follow up and get them onto the presenter's action team or introduce them to Ellie, who's giving presentations herself or whatever you wanna, um, Get the get make those connections for people and that can help you track that. All right. Now I want you to see what this looks like. So if you did it on your phone with me tonight, then you would have gotten this particular, this is how it looks. Um, I think you could use this in an in-person meeting. You could print one or two pages of that QR code and just pass that around when you got to this time of the meeting, people get out their cell phone and they fill this out. You certainly, when we have in-person meetings, can go back to the clipboard, passing the clipboard around. Um, and then that next slide, here's what it looks like on my laptop, similar to what it looks like on the phone, so that you could also just share the link and people could click on the link. You could share that in the chat. All right, to recap, a virtual sign-up sheet is one way to help your volunteers select their personal CCL monthly actions. CCL, Brett and I create a template each month that aligns with our monthly action sheet. You can modify this template. You can use your modified virtual signup sheet in your monthly meetings, either in person or on Zoom. You can email the signup sheet to volunteers who missed the meetings. You can share with a QR code that you create or with the link that Google creates for you. You can save the responses in a spreadsheet that you can use during the month to build your chapter teams, provide resources to your volunteers for the actions and check up with folks later in the month. So that is the virtual sign-up sheet. So moving on to chapter organizational chart, uh, which what I'm going to share with you tonight is simply an electronic version of sticky notes on flip charts. And this is called a Google Jam board. 
So let's go find this Google Jamboard chapter organizational chart. We've located it in the resources section of CCL community in the group development and organizing section under its title chapter organizational chart. So you click on that link and it will open a new page. You can click on the single chapter organizational chart unless you're a chapter that actively collaborates and coordinates with other chapters, maybe in one congressional district, maybe you're a state like South Carolina or West Virginia, where you are all sort of functioning. You have separate chapters, but you're functioning as one large chapter. Um, you might find that multiple chapter organizational chart helpful. All right. In this case as well, Google will ask you to make a copy. So you click the make a copy button. And this is the first page that you will see. It is a Google Jamboard. Now, I found it very easy to navigate and I was a little scared and a bit, I am a bit slow on uh, learning new technology. Uh, you will want to first off rename the file. It's there in the upper left corner. Uh, your toolkit for this Google Jamboard are over on the left and those little buttons are very intuitive. You will use the sticky note tool to create the movable sticky notes, the green squares on this page. And when you click on that sticky note icon uh, on the left there, this pops up and you can type your note into the box. And then when you hit save, it will create the sticky note and you can edit those existing sticky notes that we put in there for you by clicking the note and the same process, it pops up like this. Now, the point of this tool, the chapter organizational chart, is to help you take an inventory of who is doing what in your chapter. And as we go through the rest of the chart, please rest assured that CCL does not expect you to fill every role in this template. This is simply a visual tool for you to use to help you and your chapter members see what you've got covered and then support the conversation around the question, how do we want to grow strategically for our chapter? Now, if you are a small chapter, you might simply fill out the leadership team page and then delete the rest of the pages. And you can do that by clicking the upper center image that says one of seven and then clicking the triple dot button for each of the other sheets just to delete them one by one, whichever ones you don't need. If you are a larger chapter, you might fill out this page and the subsequent pages, which we've set up for each of the five levers plus for community building. And to reach them, click on the right arrow on the top center area. So here is the chapter and volunteer development page. So you see I've got the welcome team at the top there, the allocators, onboarders, someone who might do the uh, chapter page editing on community and on our website, um, somebody who might get the word out by calendar listings of upcoming meetings, trainers might be somebody who wants to help lead a letter to the editor training or something like that. So a volunteer wants to help educate other volunteers. The next uh, frame is our lobbying. And you'll see I put monthly calling campaign managers on that page as well. And those, you that's where even if you are a solo chapter, you might have some other chapters, like somebody from another chapter might be your monthly calling campaign coordinator. 
Grassroots is the next slide. We've got the emphasis on presentations and tabling, plus space for other grassroots work. The media lever is our next slide. Media manager is an official CCL title for the volunteers who receive direct guidance from our media staff team. Grass tops with the grass tops engagement managers, similar to the media manager in that they get support from CCL key volunteers and staff. And community building, the work that chapters do to reach out and involve specific sectors of the community. Now you could do this same exercise using brightly colored markers and sticky notes on flip charts taped to the wall at an in-person meeting. And in fact, you are completely free to do so if that would suit your chapter best. Or you can also reach out to me and ask me to come to your chapter meeting and help your folks fill out the chapter jam board, chapter um, organizational chart. I would love to do that. And I have done that for chapters. All right, so you've taken an inventory of your chapter structure and determined with your leadership team how you want to grow. And before we move on to what's next, I wanna say one thing about a chapter leadership team. You might have a large chapter with a long legacy and a leadership team of several people. You might have a co-leader. You might be on your own leading a very small chapter and if you are in the small chapter category, I think your leadership team can include your state coordinator or your regional coordinator, someone who can serve as a sounding board. So I mean leadership team in the very broad sense of the word. All right, so let's move on to the next steps, our volunteer opportunity email templates, which we will find in the resources section of CCL Community in the group development and organizing section under its title volunteer opportunities email templates you click on that link and this page will appear with a little story on it the bottom half provides the link to a collection of email templates and you can use these templates to recruit from your roster to fill specific roles in your chapter we have a template for every possible position in your chapter. And if you have a position we don't have a template for, you let me know and we will write it up. So if in doing your chapter organizational chart inventory exercise, you identify a role you want to fill within your chapter, then you can come to these email templates to find the volunteer opportunity email template that matches the role you are seeking to fill. Now I want to I want you to know the backstory behind these templates which emerged from our empowering your requesting workshop led by CCL group leader Gene Rytok here on the call tonight whoop, whoop, at our December 2020 fall conference. So back in 2020, Jean was a group leader in North Carolina as she still is today and the liaison for two or three members of Congress. Many of us are, have had that experience where we're wearing many many hats. The December lobby day was around the corner. Jean had been asking her regular chapter members for help, hoping that one of them would please step up and take on the liaison work for at least one of the members of Congress that her chapter covered. And nobody agreed to help Jean. Jean was overwhelmed and frustrated when no one was willing to help. The folks whom she had asked might've been worried a bit about their abilities to handle such an important job that Jean had been doing for years. And they may have thought to themselves, 
oh my gosh, if Jean can't do it, and we all know Jean is a firecracker, if Jean can't handle this job, how in the world would I handle it? Now, you should know that Jean runs a leadership course for CCL that you can take us in that, let me know or let Jean know she's on the call tonight. So Jean sat herself down and gave herself some of her own leadership course advice. Jean, she said to herself, be specific about the help you need, envision the end result, ask for exactly what you want, cast a wide net among the people who could actually help, be concise, be willing to accept yes, no, or counter offers. Then she crafted an email that I'm gonna read out to you. And she sent that email to 1000 members on her roster. Jean will tell you 996 of them either ignored the request or declined it. Four volunteers accepted and three of those had never done anything with the chapter before. So here's that email. Email subject line, says seeking a CCL lobby volunteer. Notice the clarity in that, concise, clear. I know what she's looking for. Here's how the email goes, four sentences, that's it. Dear CCL friends, an immediate and short-term lobbying opportunity has opened up for those in District 1 Tahika Jefferson's district. I love that, immediate and short-term. I know what she's looking for, what my time commitment's gonna be if I volunteer for this. Then Jean goes on, this is a way to try your hand at working directly with Jefferson's staff. Try your hand. I don't have to be an expert in this. A newcomer could do this. I love that. This is a way to try your hand. Specifically, Jean goes on, to set up a CCL lobbying appointment for December lobby day. That's one thing. I've set up appointments before for the dentist, for the doctors, and then invite CCL people to be part of that lobby meeting. Hmm, two things, I think I might be able to do that. Then Jean says, if you would be willing to serve in this capacity over the next month or so, please let me know by Friday noon. I love that little sentence. So again, she reminds us it's short term, the next month or so, and she gives me a date, the end of this week, to let her know, Ellie, don't be dilly-dallying, worrying about this, thinking about this, make a decision and let me know. Last sentence from Jean says, if you have never done this before, Amy Bennett, CCL's Director of Congressional Liaisons and Lobby Days will walk you through the process and provide support. What a relief I'm thinking when I read this. I don't have to figure out how to do this by myself. This lady with this very official title is gonna guide me. I think I could do this. Then um, she sent that email to the entire roster and she secured a scheduler plus three to spare. I would like to recap what Gina's taught us in her Empowering Your Requesting workshops. When considering your request, get into the other person's world with respect and compassion, be clear and specific, provide a timeline, ask for everything you want, stop trying to predict someone's response, let go of your interpretations or attachments to their response. In other words, allow or even encourage their full freedom to accept, decline, or counteroffer. I need to hear this again because I come from a culture where I learned that I should only ask someone to do something if I'm 99% sure they're going to tell me yes. And that approach does not work with organizing. So let's say that again. Let go of your interpretations or attachments to their response. 
In other words, allow or even encourage their full freedom to accept, decline, or counter offer. So let's look a little bit closely at these different pieces of advice from Jean. First, get clear about what you seek and ask for 100% of it. Sit down with yourself and really think about it. What do I need? Make some notes. Be clear about the end that you are seeking, the outcome, and don't get attached to the means. For example, if you want a chapter co-leader, what you are really seeking is a way to share the activities of a chapter leader. This can be done with a partial leader, a leader in training, a person who handles one lever, a steering committee, or having someone do the part of those activities that they are drawn to. More from Jean. Avoid the pitfall of thinking you know what they will say, or they are too busy, or too short of resources, or don't have enough skills to say yes. It disempowers you and limits you in this way. Ease up on those predictions. You empower and actually honor people when you give them an effective request and the space to choose how to respond. So just ask. I love how Jean describes this. She says, a request is like a drive-in window at a fast food place. There's one world on one side of the window, the busy restaurant, and the other world on the other side in the car. And each party wants to have a satisfying and effective exchange at the window. Think of request as a boundary between two empowered people. They can make their own choices inside their world and can you can make your request, all without judgment. In this model, you and the other person don't need to give each other your reasons for accepting, declining, or counter-offering requests. You can just make a good request and listen to their response. It can be low drama. A good request is not necessarily a request that someone says yes to. A good request is one where you got into the person's world asked for something clearly and specifically and gave them a time frame. And it's a good request when the other person is fully satisfied with their choice to accept, decline, or counteroffer. Take your request to the person who can do something about it. It's so easy to complain to your friends about how things are hard for you, and but that's not going to get you anywhere. Provide the space for a genuine reply. No is okay with you. Declines are powerful. They tell you where not to go. So don't waste your time on that path. At least for now, try somewhere else. Here are some phrases that can be used to ease into the full request. This is an opportunity to. Would you consider? Would you be willing to? Can you have it for me by some certain time? When you have some asks to make, it's normal to experience discomfort or fear or resistance or procrastination. That's my favorite one. These are normal. Although it gets easier as you develop your capacity and mastery for asking, it is not unusual to have to push through something just to make the ask. That's the time to bring your courage to your asking. Courage is feeling the negative feelings and taking action anyway. Just do it. Just ask. If you are asking in person or from on the phone, you can help lower your negative feelings if you write up a script for yourself ahead of time. Pay special attention to the opening line, not that you follow your script word for word, but writing a script helps
helps you to formulate especially specifically what you want to ask for and some key phrases to use. You can have the script in front of you and refer to it as needed. So Jean says, these are the kitchen sink of ideas. There's a lot in there. She tells us just pick one that appeals to you and try this in your next efforts for asking. All right, so that's all I'm giving you. I'm gonna turn it over to Brett, who's gonna show us the action tracker as a place where you can inventory who is doing what in your chapter. And that might help you with your chapter organizational chart. Hey, thank you, Ellie. Another way that you can mine your roster is actually using the action tracker features. And if you haven't tried this yet, let me walk you through that. And I'd love to hear if you have used it, how you have also built this into your own local chapter empowerment routine. Uh, but essentially, from wherever you want to get to the action tracker, from your dashboard or from the tools drop-down menu, go to the action tracker, and the landing page should be this chapter actions tab. If not, you can click on it in the upper left corner. And from there, you'll see in a reverse chronological order all of the actions that your chapter has taken recently. It's a wonderful window into who's been active and by doing what. And to help you even refine your identification a little bit further, you can actually search by action type. So all of the different actions that people can log in your local chapter are available to be filtered by. And you can also filter by an individual. So if you only see what Ellie Sparks is doing, which is a list unto itself, you can just type her name into here and then be able to see a whole list of whatever that individual volunteer that you wanna do a little bit of background on um, has been contributing to your chapter. Once you've identified a chapter member, for example, let's just say, oh my gosh, you know, what's this acronym or who's this face? You can actually click on their name alongside any of these events and it'll show up right here. And from there, you're easily able, especially if you're a group leader, you have access to your chapter roster to be able to find their contact information, to reach out. And if they aren't plugged in to the chapter opportunities that uh, Ellie just reviewed, this is a great window in to say, you just see somebody that recently took a training on becoming a liaison, and you're looking for a co-liaison in your district, reaching out to these individuals and engaging them to say, here's this opportunity, are you interested to consider it? Um, using the same techniques that Ellie just reviewed is a wonderful way and a wonderful tool using the action tracker to really be identifying people that may be slipping through the cracks because they're doing this on their own. And for those of you attending um, that don't have access to the chapter or are listening in later, you're also easily able to research these individuals by going to your member director on CCL Community. So just click on the up top menu, connect. From there, you can click on the drop-down me uh, member directory link and then just copy and paste their name right in here into the search. You can also filter or refine your search if you're wanting to search that way. And from there, you can just click on their name, whoever shows up in your chapter by that name. If you're curious about if there's a couple of them, you can easily click on a variety of their names to see who it is that aligns with that recent action. And from there, if you click on their name, you actually get to a profile page. And one of those options is the clicking email option. And I would just put a quick plug in as well. The profile page, chances are for your chapter members is also a wonderful place where you can mine additional information. People have updated their about us bio section and you can start seeing what other connections people are bringing to your CCL chapter party. Are they a vet? Are they involved in local opportunities um, for certain groups that you've been trying to get a window into giving a presentation for? Uh, a wonderful way for you to find out those connections is using the member directory feature 
from any of the active chapter members that you can see from your action tracker. Um, if you had any success with it, joining the onboard action team like Ellie's highlighted would be a wonderful opportunity to plug in. Um, and we'd love to hear how you are finding effect uh, for any of those resources Ellie just reviewed. So thank you all so much for being here. Obviously, we couldn't do this work without you. We really hope that you found some tool tonight that you're excited or jazzed up to try out locally. And uh, we look forward to hearing how it impacts your local organizing and group culture. Thanks, everyone. Thanks, Brad. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, Brad. Thank you, everyone. Thank you for listening to this episode of Citizens Climate Lobby's training program. You can tune into more episodes anywhere podcasts are available. Inspired by what you heard today? Join Citizens Climate Lobby to advocate for bipartisan climate solutions. Go to community.citizensclimate.org to find more trainings, resources, your local chapter, national action teams, discussion forums, and more. Be sure to like our Facebook page and follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Citizens Climate. We also invite all of our listeners to subscribe to our YouTube channel for more inspiration. Like what you hear? Recommend us to your friends and make sure to give us a five-star rating. It helps us show up on other listeners' feeds. Feel free to pass on any suggestions for future episodes in the comments as well. And together, we are creating the political will for a livable world.